FAU MBA in Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 1063. Well, let's put it this way. I had one reaction initially to Scottie Pippen's comments about Phil Jackson yesterday. But after taking a night to sleep on it, got a little bit different perspective. We'll get into it. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Tuesday edition here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app on your smart speaker. Play ESPN 106.3. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach in the Phillips Point Towers right off of the cloudy and dreary Intracoastal. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. And a childhood hero of mine is... Aww. He's out there. Thanks, man. No, 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 not you. Oh. I mean, you're a... You're a stellar human being. I thought you were going to say you're a child. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, yeah, actually, you are a man-child. Yes, yes. Body of a man, behavior of a child. That's go kill. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's fine. And you know what? I love it. And uh, so uh, I do need to talk about the actual childhood hero, though, and that is Scotty Pippen. Oh, Scotty. And uh, so yesterday we were talking about my, uh, my Chicago born and raised childhood with Mike Ditka. And he is the reason why all of my athletes and all of my coaches need to be screaming and yelling and violent. Uh, well, Scottie Pippen was a major component of my childhood because uh, the Bulls dynasty came right in my formative years as a sports fan. And Coquel's making faces because he knows that my formative years as a sports fan were spent watching the Bulls beat up on his Knicks. I have nightmares. And over and over again. Uh, Scottie Pippen's been hawking his, uh, his new bourbon for the last week and a half, you can plug it at least. Why he's not? Know. He he's, joining the he sh- g- he's actually joining the show now. Oh well, then uh, we'll definitely plug his bourbon if he Hello, joins this Ken. show. That does not sound anything. Like <laughs> he's Scottie got the Pippen. deepest voice he ever. He does have a deep voice. But if Scotty Pippen wants to come on this show, then we will plug his bourbon. But all of this started with Scotty Pippen uh, coming to the forefront. Uh, well, I guess, I suppose, if you want to go back to just over a year ago at this point, The Last Dance, the documentary, and I think, Coquel, you'd agree Scottie Pippen wasn't portrayed in the best light. He was portrayed maybe as a bit immature, a bit of a child, uh, someone who wanted to enjoy a summer, so he decided to undergo surgery once an NBA season started, uh, someone who was always in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Like I think it's safe to say, of all of the characters in The Last Dance, Scottie Pippen came off probably as the worst in a documentary about a six-time championship basketball team. Let's just say you could tell that Michael's people made it and ah. not Scotty's so uh-huh. much. Considering Michael's gambling problem just looked like he was ultra competitive. Yeah. And yeah. Scotty just looked like he had all these issues, and Michael carried him through those issues. Right, right. Uh, so Scotty Pippen uh, was featured in GQ magazine last week where he had a number of things to say uh, about current NBA stars, LeBron James, uh, and in particular, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, but it was the KD criticism, or at least the analysis that Scottie Pippen presented that had KD doing his Twitter troll thing and going at Scottie Pippen. So we all had a good laugh about it and said, oh, look, there's KD, never misses on Twitter, and Scottie Pippen was the hapless, oh, look at that uh, washed up old legend, he's so out of touch, and we all chuckled and moved on. But then... 
Scottie Pippen, this went into a little bit darker place yesterday. He was on the Dan Patrick Show, and this is where Dan Patrick shows just how elite he is. He is the single greatest uh, sports talk radio interviewer in the history of the medium, and uh, there's a reason for it, and you're about to hear it. Now, we've separated this into three parts. We're going to go in uh, chronological order here, or chronological order as (laughs) well. Yeah, either way. Um, Why don't we just play the whole interview? Call it a day, go home, start my vacation early, <laughs> yeah. and we're good. Just kick your feet up and roll. Uh, but but let's start here with Dan Patrick opening the conversation uh, with Scottie Pippen about the famous Bulls-Knicks playoff game where Scottie Pippen stayed on the bench and pouted for the final 3.2 seconds while Tony Kukoc took the game-winning shot Pippen upset that Phil Jackson didn't draw the play up for him. This was all the way back in 1994. Help me understand the GQ article where you talked about the 1994 playoff game when you refused to go back in the game and Phil set up the play for Tony Kukoc. Well, I mean, it's not much to be said if you go back and look at when Scottie Pippen entered the Bulls and when Tony Kukoc entered the Bulls and who deserved the last shot of the game. No, 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 I understand that, Scotty. I'm just going by what you said. You said you need to read between the fine lines, and then you go on to say it was a racial move to give him, Tony Kukoc, a ride. So, well, I mean, if you knew that Scotty Pippen had been with the Bulls from 87, battled through the Pistons, and every other team that we had to get to those three championships, wouldn't you give Scottie Pippen one opportunity to get a last-second shot without Michael Jordan? Like, one year without Michael Jordan. Can I get one shot? Like, I'm doing all the dirty work. But all of that I understand from the basketball standpoint. But when so, you say a racial move... Well, why would why would Tony, who was a rookie, get the last-second shot and you put me up for balance? That's what I mean, racial. Like that was Scottie Pippen's team. But but Scottie Phil Pippen then was but, but, on pace to be an MVP that year, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, why would you put him in a position not to be successful? Why wouldn't you put him in a position to succeed? Michael Jordan is not there. So who's next in line for you? So that got edgy as it went along, and you can sense Scottie Pippen's frustration and perhaps resentment as he goes on but dan patrick keeps bringing up the racial element the racial element in gq scotty pippen said it was a racial decision for him not to have the last shot and for as scotty pippen put it with dan patrick the rookie tony kukoc a white european man uh drawn up to take the final shot racial racial that's the key word here and this is the clip that has made all of the headlines yesterday and early today. Dan Patrick following up with the racial conversation surrounding Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen, and this is what that sounded like. But have you talked to Phil about this? Because by saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. Do you think Phil was or is? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, went, wrote a book on Kobe Bryant, and then came back and coached him? I mean, who would do that? And so that book that he's referencing is that 2004 memoir 
of the 2002-2003 Lakers team that had Carl Malone, uh, that had Gary Payton, in addition to Shaq and Kobe Bryant that came up short, got swept out of the finals by the Detroit Pistons. And Phil Jackson had very unflattering things to say about Kobe, including one excerpt revealing that he yelled to members of the front office during the practice, I will not come back to coach this team if Kobe Bryant's still on it. He doesn't listen to anybody. Um, and, and so... I. He, he flat out acknowledged and gave a vote of support to Phil Jackson being a racist. I have no problem with that. That's what Scottie Pippen said when Dan Patrick posed to him. You, you realize you're calling Phil Jackson a racist. I have no problem with that. That's, I mean, that's quite a claim. That is quite a thing to put out there if you're Scottie Pippen. But he wasn't done yet because Scottie Pippen turned his sights on... Michael Jordan as well. Well, it feels like he's disloyal. I don't know if that makes him a racist. Well, that's your yeah. way of putting it out, and I have my way. I was in the locker room with him. I was in practices with him. Uh, you're looking for him afar. Yeah, and, and look, that's why I wanted to have you on. But I go back, and Phil designed a play for Steve Kerr when Mike was <laughs> there. And Mike... Mike didn't have a problem with that, did he? I don't, I don't want to see, you're not you're, you're not setting me up to answer the right question. What do you mean Phil set up a play for Steve Kerr? He didn't set that play for Steve Kerr. He set that play for Michael Jordan. I thought in the huddle, Mike says, I'm going to throw you the ball. You'll be open at the felon. That And Phil had nothing to do with that? And you don't want to get this show started because it'll take us a long time. Do you know all those cameras that sitting in that huddle who they was working for? The NBA. So you know who Michael was speaking to when he said that, right? <laughs> that was that was planned. <laughs> that was speaking to the to the camera. That wasn't speaking out of what we're gonna have to do, what the play is gonna be. That was speaking to the camera. Had John had uh, John Stockton not came down, trust me. <laughs> but that was building his own documentary. Because he knew he was controlling the cameras. <laughs> you understand English? Yeah. Okay. So all those cameras that was working were working basically for Michael Jordan, not for the Chicago Bulls. But did- they were building the Come Fly With Me, the Air Jordan videos. That's what it was. It That was not naturally spoken. Okay. That was rehearsed. Okay. So then we start getting into a bit of conspiracy theory there from Scottie Pippen. Like, we know that the cameras are there because they're documenting Michael Jordan. We understand that. But him proposing that Michael Jordan, in the heat of the moment, in an elimination game in the NBA Finals, is speaking to the camera in order to lift up his legacy. Michael Jordan did a lot of things. And Michael Jordan is his own brand. And Michael Jordan has always controlled his brand. But that is like next-level awareness, if that's actually the case. And within that, Scottie Pippen is contradicting his point to an extent about the racial element of Phil Jackson decisions because the play that Steve Kerr, the shot that he hit to win the NBA Finals, was originally designed for Michael Jordan, the black man. So when I heard this yesterday, I tweeted at KLV1063, this is difficult to listen to. And I think that at first listen, I thought to myself, Scottie Pippen has gone off the deep end. 
this is sort of crazy. But then, thinking about it later, and I spent a lot of time poring over this uh, last night and this morning, I think this really comes down to something that I think we knew about Scottie Pippen, but we didn't really fully get a sense of it until the last dance, and that is he has a lot of resentment. And if there's a word to describe Scottie Pippen, I think it's underappreciated. I fully believe that's how he feels, and that's how this has manifested itself with the peak coming yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show. But I ask you, after hearing all of that from Scottie Pippen, what we know about Scottie Pippen, a guy who, by the way, is a top 50 player of all time and in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, what is one word you would use to describe Scottie Pippen? I say underappreciated. What about you? What is one word that you would use to describe Scottie Pippen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. I say underappreciated. Now, some of you may say crazy or insane or ridiculous, and that's fine. But for me, I think a lot of these things, yeah, some of it's a little ragged. Some of it's a little disjointed. But I think that this is a professional lifetime of him being in one man's shadow. And that one man happens to be the most lauded, the most worshipped athlete in our lifetimes. And it's not even close across the world. And He's someone that, Coquel, you would agree, if he had his own team in his prime and Michael Jordan wasn't involved, he could have won multiple MVPs. He could have feasibly been a player that led his team to an NBA championship or two. But instead, he's inextricably linked with Michael Jordan at all turns. And I think now that some of this talk, including uh, labeling Phil Jackson a racist, I think it comes from the fact that it's piled on so heavy for him over the years, and he's allowed it to. He just flat out feels underappreciated. I'm going to go with the word hurt. I think he's hurt. I think he sees other NBA legends glorified all over the place because the NBA does a good job of putting different guys on TV and always going back to the old school players where he's never that guy they go to. And I'm sure some of these personal reasons, I'm sure behind the scenes, the NBA people know that, and that's why he's not the guy, but from the outside looking in. And then I don't want to go too deep into his personal life. His wife isn't out there in the NBA circles or mm-hmm. is out there in the NBA circles, which doesn't lend to a lot of respect, his ex-wife, excuse me, to Scottie Pippen either, yeah. right? When you think about it that way. So I think he just he's a guy who's hurt and has to justify in his brain somehow why he's not getting the respect he deserves, why he's not getting the glory, why he's just not being liked. Scotty Pippen with a lot of thoughts about Ben Simmons and LeBron James and Kevin Durant, so much so that Kevin Durant uh, just went to Twitter and eviscerated Scotty Pippen last week. Then Scotty Pippen comes back on the Dan Patrick show, calls Phil Jackson a racist, and presents a Michael Jordan conspiracy theory. Uh, it, it comes off as bizarre, but I think that all of this is a culmination of that man just feeling underappreciated and I think Scottie Pippen in his entire professional life has been underappreciated after all of this in the last week especially 
or even going back to the last dance, the last year, what is one word you would use to describe Scottie Pippen? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And you touched on something that I think is important, Coquel. Like It's been everything from the time he started his NBA career to now where he's been overlooked, for the exception of top 50 player of all time, and that's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Like, that's significant, but... That's like the only moment, I think, of Pippen post-career is that top 50 of all time. He never won a championship without Michael Jordan. When he finally had the opportunity to have a team as his team, first time around with the Bulls, uh, he uh, had a play drawn up for someone not him. He was supposed to inbound. Uh, Then... Uh, Hugh got, Holland screwed yeah. him over in the playoffs against the Knicks. Hubert Davis four-point play, which should not have happened. It, I'm a Knicks fan, right? and I'll tell right. you, that shouldn't have happened. All-Star game MVP, but not NBA Finals MVP. And then the following season, Michael Jordan comes back late, takes back what was his. Scotty wins more championships, but again, it's Michael Jordan. So then, Scotty goes to Portland, and they're good teams, but they're caught up in the Jail Blazers saga. And so that's attached to to Scottie Pippen being a part of that disaster up in Portland. And then his career just fizzled out after that. He was having the back issues at mm-hmm. that point that we saw at the end of the last dance. Right. They didn't just magically go away when he went to Portland. So he was at a different stage of his right. career. But then, there's you're right, there's post-career. Uh, he had trouble with investments. He had someone who built him for millions and millions of dollars, a quote-unquote financial planner. He briefly did some stuff with the Bulls. That was a flash in the plan, uh, flash in the pan. That didn't last. Went to ESPN. Just sort of disappeared from his role on ESPN after the last dance. But then you see on TNT guys like Kevin Garnett and Gary Payton and Chris Webber and all and Shaq and Charles Barkley. They're all prominent people in media now. They're all getting theirs. They're getting their shine. They're talking about the game. Where's Scottie Pippen's platform? And it hasn't been there, nor has it really truly been presented to him. I mean, think about it. Who's been Scottie Pippen's replacement on the jump? It's been Kendrick Perkins, who is one-eighth of the player that Scottie Pippen was in his career. But 20 times the personality. Yeah. That's the problem. That's not, that doesn't help. People don't want to turn on sports as entertainment. I think we lose that sometimes. You don't really want to go to your sports entertainment for someone to be moping all the time. Yeah. And yeah. just not willing to go out there and have some fun and laugh at themselves. I mean, a lot of the NBA coverage is players laughing at themselves and each other. Yep. And, and it's fun. And I enjoyed it. The scary thing about Pippen is you take Pippen in his prime and put him on the Knicks for Charles Smith. Say those two guys got traded somehow. They're Jordan, a championship team. Jordan might only have four rings instead I of agree. six. I completely agree. Ewing, Oakley, and Pippen. Pippen would have been the best player on the team. Now Ewing goes to a number two. Yeah. Like, that's so good. People still talk about, I think Pippen's better than Ewing, and Ewing is one of the top players of all time. But yesterday, I started to go to the place of, man, Scottie Pippen is crazy. Scottie Pippen's been guzzling his bourbon. Uh. But... And those things might be true, but I'm also trying to be sympathetic to the man because if you look at his professional life, he is, and my original question today was going to be, name other underappreciated or in the shadow superstars like Scottie Pippen, and there isn't one. There is no comparison to Scottie Pippen, any sport, any generation. Clay Thompson. No, no, no. 
Absolutely so? not. Now, is that because Clay just looks like he's in his own world having his own fun? You see him in these videos overseas yeah. and he's a god there? Yeah. Like he's doing his own thing? Like, And I do think Steph Curry's the face of that team, but Clay Thompson and Draymond Green get an awful lot of love. I mean, they really, truly I do. I feel like Clay gets the least of all of them. And I don't think the Warriors are transcendent superstar level like the Bulls were. Like the, Bull, the Bulls, the Bulls, that was... Like once in a lifetime type of attention. It could have been Clay Thompson if Durant had stayed, and that yeah, dynasty maybe. continued. But maybe. I don't. I don't think he has that edge on him. And it maybe coming from an NBA family, they're like he he didn't mm. want he didn't care about yeah. being the man as much. But I also think that uh, Scottie Pippen. It's unprecedented in the manner in which he is underappreciated. Coquel says hurt. I say underappreciated with a word to describe Scottie Pippen. What do you think? What is one word you would use to describe Scottie Pippen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And I want to pose one more thing to you. This discussion about Phil Jackson being a racist. Now, that's heavy. That's really heavy. Um, I, though, feel uncomfortable. This is me as a white man um, You're a white man trying to judge what a black man feels about uh, what's akin to a white coworker or a white boss. Maybe Scottie Pippen's opinion is shared by other players that he coached, black players that he coached. Who am I to say? I, I mean, honestly, who am I to say? But I also think the example of Scottie Pippen, what he used to. Uh, put out there into the universe why he believes Phil Jackson is racist is weak. Like, the, the play not being drawn up for Scottie Pippen but being drawn up for Tony Kukoc and that's going to be Scottie Pippen's jumping off point into Phil Jackson being racist. You need to come out with more than that for me to say ah, maybe Scottie's on to something. Can I laugh at myself for a minute? And I think some of us do this when we if you listen to podcast the same podcast like if you listen to the ken levica live podcast you feel like you're friends with the person you're listening to all the time yeah which of course you are if you download that one wherever your podcast you are our friends um i listened to i didn't read 11 rings by phil jackson i listened to it and i almost came to the mic and was like i know phil jackson really well (laughs) because i listened to his audiobook and the guy who read it voice and it wasn't even him it was Uh, someone who sounds just like him though and i and it it made me feel like it was phil i was like oh like phil jackson might be a racist like, he might be. My friend Phil from 11 Rings, I don't think so. <laughs> he might be, but but Scottie Pippen, for me, just for me, to fully get behind him with that, because, again, who am I to tell Scottie Pippen who's racist and who isn't? It's his personal experience, not mine. That's his, I'm trying to be very fair with that. I'm not trying to completely poo-poo it. Um, but you need to come at me more than a play being drawn up for Tony Coach, what's a word you would use to describe Scotty Pippen? We listened to the key meaty moments of his interview yesterday with the Dan Patrick show. I say he does feels underappreciated. Coquel says Scotty Pippen's hurt. What's a word you would use to describe Scotty Pippen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We'll get to the palms, uh, to the tweets, I should say, in just a moment. Let's go to Palm Beach Gardens. That's where we find Zane. Zane kicks us off on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Zane? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, so I'd say with when it comes to Scotty, I think he's getting very defensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what's going sure. on is that he kind of called someone out, 
and the backlash that he's gotten has made him feel overwhelmed, and he's trying to find, like, outlooks to find, like, not necessarily who to blame, but just, like, to back up how he feels and, like, validate his feelings. Yeah, it takes some pride back, too. Like, I feel like that's that – defensive is a great call. and But I think, though, that it doesn't necessarily stem from Kevin Durant torching him on Twitter. I think this does go back to the last dance. I think he was genuinely surprised at how he was portrayed in that documentary. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I feel like a lot of what was put out there kind of just focalized in his mind, a little bit too much around Michael. Yeah. And as much credit should go to Jordan, like, by far, because obviously he was, like, you know, the culmination of all that energy, power, and everything in that team. A lot of the credit should go to Scotty because mm-hmm. we even saw when, you know, Mike wasn't there when he retired, Scotty still brought that team, like, very far. It was elite the, level. Run. Yeah, and, and you could Amazing, argue Scotty yeah. Pippen, Pippen was a better all-around player than Michael Jordan was. Like, he, he just yeah, was. Yeah, stats say that. Yeah, and Zane, appreciate the call. Like, he could score, he could volume score. He was an outstanding defender. He could do it in the post. He could do it at the perimeter. He was locked down. He could rebound. Like, Scottie Pippen was the complete player, except he played alongside the man who perfected the art of marketing, the man who was the transcendent talent who came before Scottie. And it's just sort of how destiny played out. I think Zane, defensive is a good one. He's definitely defensive, but... Um, you know, I said that it probably started going back to the last dance. This has been for decades. This has been for decades, right? Like this, this goes back to even the Bulls. But days. I feel like if the last dance shined in the light of they were best friends and they were hanging out and they did this together, we'd see a different Scotty right now. That's the sad part. You know what's wild to me is um, being a, a young Chicagoan. Like Scotty was always the sweet, soft-spoken. Like he was the the guy on the Bulls that's like your buddy. Like, Michael Jordan's the tenacious warrior, and this is like kid sports fan. Scottie Pippen's like the wrap-your-arm-around-him-give-him-a-hug type of guy. I feel like he was that for his teammates, too. You got that feeling that Michael could be the jerk that Michael yeah. was. You're right, because, it could be. Because another star was there to it could kind be. of put his arm around the guy and be like, this is Michael being Michael, we'll get better, we'll win. Yeah, and I mean, think about, too, how uh, how much friction there was in the Olympics in 92, as the documentary laid out before Tony Kukoc was signed by the Bulls. I mean, all of this stuff, you could you can see back in his career things that you overlooked at the time as just being a competitor. Like, these are the red flags of some of the personality traits of Scottie Pippen. He even took a bad contract, too, for himself and didn't get the money he deserves. That's right. there. So there's a lot of, like, resentment. I and totally feelings forgot about that. You're that totally got, right. Uh, maybe yep. I didn't get. I could have been my own guy and been one of the top ever. I could have been a Barkley. I mean, I think that he could have been a Barkley. A word to describe Scottie Pippen could be regretful. I mean, the, the contract situation, that's a that's great. I totally, totally forgot about that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. A word to describe the suddenly disgruntled Scotty Pippen. Jason is in Boca. Jason, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Jason. Hey, Ken. How you doing? Good, man. Yeah, I, I grew up in Chicago as well, uh, you know, high school in the 90s, so that was my yep. uh, introduction to, you know, the Bulls, and my word would be petty. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, he, he always found a reason to be disgruntled, uncooperative, whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, in the city, I don't know if uh, you ever heard this, his, his nickname was No Tippin' Pippin. Mm-hmm. The guy uh, was notorious for being just ungrateful, for, you know, the position that he was in. You know, I, I loved him as a player, obviously. You know, I was a diehard Bulls fan. Um, 
that's kind of the word that would, that comes to mind for me. Yeah, and I think that definitely fits too. Like we've been discussing, and appreciate the call, Jason. We've been discussing defensive, underappreciated, uh, hurt. Yeah, petty. He's definitely petty because I actually don't recall one time since the last dance came out where Scottie Pippen has said, "Yeah, that was on me," or "That was an issue. I probably should have done it differently." He hasn't. He hasn't said that at all. Like he hasn't owned anything and so it truly is petty he has passed the buck every time i think maybe he needs to stop slinging the bourbon <laughs> switch it up maybe just so the brown clearly brings him down get some clear and have some sort of, have no fear scotty i've been there man i've been there like two years ago the brown was was bringing me down and i had to switch to the clear that's where the tequila came and in. have no fear and right, all of right. a sudden you're feeling good and life is good 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 a word to describe scotty pippen and again you can always tweet at us at espn west palm uh well uh coquel gets us lined up here on the phones i want to uh, make sure everybody knows that we are going to be joined by wrestling legend the uh, arguably the greatest wrestling giant in the history of the sport at least modern day modern day paul white aew is coming down next wednesday to miami and paul white is hanging out with us tomorrow 12 15 here on ken levick alive so i'm leaving town you're going on vacation you're done after today so and, see ya and you bring in paul white and yep. who else coming hulk hogan coming on thursday and actually thursday uh doug mosley nope not the no, no, no. doug mosley of barbecue news is going to give us some fourth of july barbecue tips here nice. on ken levick alive nice. as well and Look perhaps perhaps beef tips am i gonna have any chance to come back you got all these big guys filling in for me uh, i tell you what you uh, you should just go on vacation, and maybe you're staying on vacation. Wally 888- Pip. <laughs> 888-760-3776. 3776 I do like that Wally Pip nickname for you. Uh, Jerry in West Palm. Jerry, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Jerry? Uh, not much. How are you guys? Good. All right. Uh, I just wanted to chime in on the uh, Scotty Pippen thing. Sure. I have to agree with Pokel. I, I, I think Scotty's hurt. Um, when you look at everything that, you know, he's put in, all the body of work and everything, and being overshadowed by Jordan, you know, it just it, it starts building up. And, you know, when finally he got he had enough, he just let it out. Hey, y'all know Michael's truth. Let me tell you guys mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? May, may, two things can be true. Yeah. I think he's right, but I also think he's hurt. He's definitely hurt, uh, and and that was good from Coquel because he's right on. Like he is hurt. All of this is a culmination of so many things. And when Coquel brought up the fact, it, when Coquel and appreciate it, when Coquel brought up the fact that uh, you know you see all of these other players who have these platforms post career, and Scotty never really truly had that. And there's opportunities for everybody, and Scotty hasn't necessarily had those opportunities. Like this spans past playing career, and this has gone into post playing career. Now, I just feel like if he was more of a fun person and could take things a little bit lighter, well, it's clear he can't because he's got like he's been in every situation. He was with the Jailblazers, he's with mm-hmm. the Bulls, he's been the wingman, he's been the man before, he's been through the Olympics. The insight that he could give he to, on all ha- these topics, he, yeah, he arguably has the most fascinating career of any NBA superstar of all time. The insight to Jordan, you know what I mean? He also has that. That's a valuable thing to yeah. have, yeah. But instead, you're going to put it out that way, and Jordan's people and the people who work for Jordan, work with Jordan, yep. they're not going to let that out. But of all the words that we heard here to describe Scottie Pippen, you and I say underappreciated, or I say underappreciated, you say hurt, um, those have resulted in what we heard um, on the phone lines, petty, 
and defensive. Like, that's how he deals with things like this. Sadly, I feel like it's eventually going to be regretful. I completely agree. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. You're not going to regret that, let me tell you, because this is how you get into the sports industry. You're going to be grateful for the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because Dr. Jim Reardon has professors that work in the sports industry. You're getting firsthand current knowledge, not something from 1987 you're getting something that you can take with you and uh, apply immediately into the sports industry it makes you valuable that's the FAU MBA sport management program 21 years of doing it they're the best at it they are internationally renowned that's the FAU MBA sport management program fau.edu slash MBA sport and FAU MBA Sport Management Program is the title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. We'll continue to take your calls on Scotty Pippen. One word to describe Scotty Pippen, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. After his wild interview with Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick Show yesterday. And this man revealed that the Miami Dolphins wanted him as head coach back in 2011. Who are we talking about? You'll find out next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.